Let me tell you about American Giant. American Giant is this great company. I just, I love their founder. Um, uh, He's a guy who wants to change America and strengthen America, and he's trying to return jobs here to America. When a a mill was going out, a, a, a factory that made American clothing, going out of business, he bought it, retrained everybody, brought back the old machines that back in the 60s and 70s, used to make the great American sweatshirt. He brought them. They had been sold to, I think, Japan. He repaired them, brought them back, and then trained everybody on them. They make the best sweatshirts. They make really great clothing. The cotton, the ink, the zippers, everything made here in America and assembled here in America. 100% American. And it's quality that will last generations. By today at American-Giant.com slash Glenn. If you're looking for a great uh, Christmas present for somebody in the family, or maybe, I mean, a little something for yourself, American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Go there now. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. All right. We begin the uh, show here in just a couple of minutes. Stand by. my gosh i'm so excited there's another debate tonight and really good news chris christie qualified so yeah yeah yeah, uh we're gonna talk to uh alex um, epstein here in just a second about cop 28 i i can't take the the insanity that is coming out from these global quote leaders that are telling us that we need to abolish all coal how many people have to die before uh, we all recognize, ah, that's a really bad idea. Uh, we'll talk to him. He's from the Center for Industrial Progress and founder and president and the author of a great book called Fossil F- uh, Future. We'll talk to him in just about 60 seconds. Stand by. It's the Christmas and holiday season, and it's time for gift-giving parties, friends, family, getting compliments everywhere you go, and looking years younger thanks to GenuCell. From now until Christmas, GenuCell's most popular package is better than 70% off at GenuCell.com. You can treat yourself or maybe a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. 
troubling uh, forehead wrinkles and fine lines and skin redness and pesky bags and puffiness and even a sagging jawline can disappear right before your eyes with Jenny Cell's most popular collection. And with its immediate effects, you will see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. So there's no risk here. Give it a shot. Plus, included in every most popular package is your free serum for skin hydration. Uh, this year for the holidays, you can truly give the gift that give, keeps on giving both to yourself and to those you love. Or even, honestly, if you hate them too. I mean, the skincare is for everybody. Uh, don't wait. These deals are going to be uh, around just for a short, limited time. It's GenuCell.com slash Beck. Enter the code Beck. You get an additional 10% off your entire order. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free ex- express shipping for the holidays. GenuCell.com slash Beck. G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. Wow, that was great, Stu. Thank you well, so much. I wanted much to wait for, for the people to sing. No, they were really, singing. No, it was really great. Thank it was you. really great. You're, yeah, they uh, were singing. They were saying, stand up. It's a reason why you're in the hollow. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't make it. Mm. Uh, Alec, uh, Alex it. Epstein is uh, with us. <laughs> I wasn't even nominated. From the. Uh, <laughs> it's an honor it's to not, be. It's just, not Susan Lucci yeah, for me. No, They're just huh. like, no. No. <laughs> uh, Center for Industrial Progress, founder and president, and uh, author of Fossil Future. Uh, he's been watching Cop 28, which, uh, you know, I didn't see one through 27, so I, I didn't really get it. But we wanted to have him come in and uh, <laughs> fill us in. It's getting more and more insane, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, what's been your kind of observation just looking at it from headlines? I'm curious. Um, my observation is the arrogance is getting out of control there. Uh, the... Um, the attitude of the little people must be tamed is is sickening yeah i mean it's it's you see these calls i was just reading this morning they're considering the draft language so just just so people know so cop stands for conference of the parties and it's what's it's part of what's called the united nations framework concerning climate change they have all these acronyms mm-hmm. and everything like that and then the science allegedly scientific basis of this is called the ipcc intergovernmental panel on climate change And this is really the epicenter of the net zero movement. This is where they convene every year. And they always say the same thing, which is we did a a decent job restricting fossil fuels, but we really didn't do enough. So this year we really have to finish the job. And so they start arguing and everyone starts out by saying we should get rid of fossil fuels. That's the starting point. And then some remotely sane people kind of <laughs> mitigate it. But it still ends up with a totally evil, in my view, conclusion. Yeah. But it's but right now, they're literally considering that something that says a just and orderly phase out of fossil fuels. That's one option. The second one is... What's a just yeah. and orderly? Is well, that like the like America should get rid of it first? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So it's... Yeah, so that's, that's the kind of... Uh, That's the one that's getting headlines right now because the leaders want that. And it's really perverse because the, the, the only legitimacy to it is they're recognizing, wait a second, it doesn't make sense for undeveloped countries and developing countries to have net zero policies. They're already a net zero. That's right. their problem. Yeah, right. Right. That's that's the issue. <laughs> mm. But but then there's this. And, and so some African nations are standing up and saying, hey, it's good for us to use fossil fuels. And some are saying it's good for the world, too. But then there's this movement, which is often like climate justice or climate reparations, where they say, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Africa gets to use fossil fuels. And then the U.S. needs to stop using fossil fuels, you know, by 2030, which 
can you imagine a worse thing for the world for all the developed economies to be destroyed? That is not going to help anybody. So it's still just this murderous movement. And the key to it is fossil fuel benefit denial. They just ignore the benefits of fossil fuels. They say, we don't like the side effects of fossil fuels on climate, but they ignore the benefits. And it's just, it's exactly as if you had an antibiotics conference and they just said, let's get rid of antibiotics. We don't like the side effects. It's like, okay, but that's going to kill billions of people. They're like, no, we're not going to talk about that. We're just against antibiotic side effects. So mm. tell me what a world looks like without fossil fuels. I mean, there's, you can't describe it to people like the, the destruction of it, because it would be literally like, let's take their timetable of 2050, which, you know, this is something, this is not an obscure view. This is literally the most popular political idea in the world. I mean, that truly, that we should be net zero by 2050. So that means rapidly eliminate almost all fossil fuel use. We could talk about some of the oil companies are pretending you can capture all the CO2 by 2050. Mm -hmm. That definitely is not true. We could, we could talk about that. So it means rapidly eliminate fossil fuels, but fossil fuels are 80% of the world's energy. Uh, they're still growing because they're uniquely cost effective. That's why China is building 300 new coal plants, despite you know all the hostility toward right. fossil fuels. So if you get rid of the most cost effective source of energy in a world where most people use very little energy, and energy is absolutely a requirement for people to survive, let alone flourish, because it allows us to use machines versus using manual labor. That's just the apocalypse. Like just agriculture, we depend on diesel fuel for machinery and we depend on natural gas for fertilizer. We cannot feed 8 billion people without that. And these monsters are discussing eliminating fossil fuels full stop. And they're just not thinking about this. I have to tell you, I, I was watching yesterday. I happened to be standing, uh, waiting for something. And I stood outside and there was this uh, big, uh, what do you call those? You know, the diggers with the big claws. Excavators. And, excavator, yeah. And, and uh, thank you. And Hall of Fame. Remind, <laughs> reminder, he's in the Hall of Fame. And, I, and I'm, I'm watching that while like, this is the greatest boy job ever. I mean, that, I mean, I still, you know, at almost 60, I'm like, I want that job. Um, but I just, I sat there and I watched it and I thought, oh, that's going to work with battery power. That's absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there will be nothing. There will be nothing that is working. And if you get rid of fossil fuels, how do you charge the batteries? So it's, I think it's important, once you start asking these questions, I think you realize a broader point of mine, which is that the green movement and the green energy movement, they're not an attempt to replace fossil fuels with right. better energy. It's there's a deep hostility toward energy as such because their focus is let's let's protect the planet from human impact. That's their basic thing. Human impact is evil. Let's protect the planet from it. But if you hate human impact, you have to hate energy because energy is impact. That's what we do with energy is we impact the planet. That's that, like we make machines. We, we spent thousands of years trying to come up with a way to create energy. Thousands of years. We, we were starving. Impact. It's, right. it's we were household. starving to death, <laughs> freezing to death. Every species wants impact except modern environmentalist humans. Right. Mm. How do you convince these dolts <laughs> that this is just this is suicide? You know, I, I don't understand. I, I mean, I do understand that people like John Kerry, they'll be able to have access to everything they need. But these people who are out in the streets picketing and I mean... Are they really that stupid? Have they not done the math on this at all? Well, I think I think so. Some people are truly anti-human, but I don't think that's most people. I think most people, they've just 
they haven't even realized that they've been taught to think of something in a totally biased way. Again, ignoring all the benefits of fossil fuels and only looking at the negative side effects. So one thing I do is I just point that out. Hey, with any technology, we need to be even-handed. Look at both benefits and side effects. And then you need to educate them because, for instance, people don't know that fossil fuels are uniquely cost-effective. They're taught the fiction that fossil fuels can be rapidly replaced by solar and wind. Yeah, right. They're also taught that our Those climate- Those are people without solar or wind power in, at yeah. their house. So, so one of the things, you know, I have this book, Fossil Future, but also a free website, energytalkingpoints.com, and people can search any topic there and they can get very concise, well-referenced points. Uh, and that's helping people educate their friends and family. So if you're, you know, you're having discussions during Christmas, just go to energytalkingpoints.com and you can search like solar and wind and you, you can learn the truth about it. It's not too hard to explain, but the, you know, the mass media and educational system have just totally made people ignorant. So when they say no more fossil fuels, does that mean no more drilling for it either? Right. Well, it's actually worse than that because they, they make the well because so the no more fossil fuels is essentially a we're going to stuff people down the oil wells to replace the dinosaurs. Well, well, but they what they do is they make this 2050 target for we have to be net zero, which means we can't add any more CO2 to the atmosphere uh, by by 2050, which I think would be the apocalypse if that's mm -hmm. if that's what you do. But then what they do in the meantime is they say. Um, it's not like that happens in 2050. They say, well, we need to ban, for example, natural gas infrastructure. So Markey out of uh, Markey out of uh, Massachusetts, the senator, like he led this push to say no new natural gas infrastructure. He said we committed <sighs> to no new natural gas infrastructure by end of 2022, so we should do it. I'm thinking, wait a second, have you witnessed Europe? Like Europe is afraid of winter now, like it's Game of Thrones, right? right? There's a shortage of gas in the world. Like Russia invades Ukraine. Everyone is desperate for gas. Bangladesh is having blackouts because they don't have enough gas. And your solution is no new natural gas infrastructure. And also they think they don't understand oil and gas deplete. So you constantly need to build new stuff. Otherwise, you can't even stay at your current level, let alone the larger level that people need around right. the world. right. So, but what I'm asking is, there are other uses for oil. Yeah. Um, you know, it's our synthetics for our clothing and everything else that yeah. comes from oil, the capsules of our drugs. What is, are some, they some, saying stop some, all some, that Well, too? some of them say like, oh, we can do it for that, but- that that whole industry is dependent on using it for energy. It's not like it's going to be a totally different it's a thing. It's a byproduct. Yeah. So it's um, I mean, the, but the point is, the green people are not thinking about energy. Energy is not their focus. Protecting the planet from humans is their focus. So every time you bring up these rational things, it's true, but they're not thinking about that. That's not what they care about. And in a, in a sense, I talk about this in chapter three of Fossil Future. In a sense, the the benefits of fossil fuels are the problem. Because they, the benefits of fossil fuels allow the human race to expand, for us to have 8 billion people, for us to have a lot of impact. And a lot of these guys say explicitly, we should have 1 billion people or less. Now, think about what that implies mm. in terms of any kind of near-term action. How do you get 8 billion people to 1 billion people? They die. Yeah, and you got to make them die somehow. It is, it's so anti-human, you know the the especially when when John Kerry said at at COP twenty eight what a couple of days ago that he just he just gets enraged when he sees people who should be responsible in leading other people and they don't understand we can't build another coal fire plant we got to get rid of them I think to myself. 
first of all, who are you to decide who lives and dies? Because that's that's really what it is. And the arrogance of your of of your position is just it's crazy, crazy dangerous. I, I, I mean, I, I think the coal thing is particularly scary because everyone is piling on coal. And just if, if people, I mentioned energytalkingpoints.com, if you just search electricity emergency, here's the state that we have right now. So we have a grid where we're artificially increasing demand for reliable electricity through EVs, right? And other and trying to ban gas stoves. This in California where I live, this is the worst, but it's it's happening everywhere. And then we're artificially decreasing the supply by shutting down coal plants, natural gas plants, and right. nuclear plants. So we have that already. We already have an emergency where, look at what happens in Texas. You guys have daily emergency alerts right throughout the summer. Like your power company doesn't provide power. They tell you not to use power. That's a bad sign for the power company. Right. And, and it was never like that in Texas. And in this environment, coal plants are protecting us from the abyss. This is a baseload source of power it's reliable. We've shut down way too many without a viable replacement. And what does our administration do representing us on the international stage? They say we're going to shut down the rest of them as quickly as possible. If they do that, we lose 20% of our reliable capacity or more. How long before the whole country is in rolling blackouts? I mean, it just depends because we, we have this EPA that's just, again, they have no contemplation of the benefits of fossil fuels or reliable electricity. They're just focused on let's eliminate any emission we can. So it's hard to say. But when you see the emergency alerts, that means you have shortages. And it also means you have industrial blackouts. It means that industrial customers are having their power cut off. That happens before like a blackout is an accident. But the shortages are what you want to watch for, because that means that you don't have enough power. So we have shortages. And all of these plans to decrease the supply. I think when I, I talk to a lot of politicians, this is one of the things I tell them, like, this is the existential thing you need to watch out for. And because the coal industry is so small and has a small lobby, you're not getting enough information about it. The oil and gas people are not on. I mean, they do a lot of good stuff. They're not on top of this enough. And there's some hostility toward coal sometimes. But like these coal plants, you do not want to shut these things down. We do not have the natural gas capacity that we're building. The natural gas infrastructure isn't built for electricity yet. We need a lot more gas pipelines. Uh, we need to do a lot more stuff in gas. But shutting down coal is, is it, right now is a terrible, terrible idea. All right. More in just a second. First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's uh, Preborn. This is a time of the year when we think about giving gifts. Um, there's no better gift than giving the gift of life 200 times a day in this country. The Ministry of Preborn is introducing an unborn baby to his or her expectant mom. Through the miracle of free ultrasounds, they meet that child, they hear the heartbeat, and, and it all happens because of you know uh, people like you who are donating 28 bucks. That's the cause of an ultrasound. That's the price of an ultrasound. And the effect of it is is when a mom hears the baby, the heartbeat, and sees the baby, she doubles the chances of choosing life. And then they go a step further because 60-some percent of, uh, of uh, all moms that have had an abortion say that they wish they hadn't, but they just didn't feel like they had any support, they didn't have the money, etc. So what are we doing? We can't just save the baby. We also have to help the mom, and that's what preborn does. For the first two years, they provide all kinds of stuff for mom and the baby. And I've seen it firsthand, the relationship between preborn and these clinics uh, and the moms after years of being with them. 
If you'd like to be a part of this, donate at uh, pound 250. Just say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, or you can donate online at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. So have you done any work on the... um, We're talking to Alex uh, Epstein. He is um, the author of Fossil Future, and he's with the uh, Center for Industrial Progress. He's, uh, I think, the leading voice against uh, climate change. Um, uh, Climate catastrophism. Yeah. 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 I can't stop the change. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, So um, have you done much on the Inflation Reduction Act? Oh, yeah. And how we are paying people to dismantle these coal plants? Oh, yeah. So, again, I keep plugging energytalkingpoints.com. If you search IRA or Inflation Reduction Act, I think we have the most comprehensive analysis. So we could talk a lot about it. I mean, I called it at the time the Mansion Green New Deal. Yeah. Because it was, you know, Mansion had stood up against various iterations of this. And I think substantively, this was the same basic idea as the Green New Deal in terms of we're going to restrict fossil fuels. And then we're going to subsidize and man in various ways prop up this green energies stuff. And it's just been it's been a total disaster. I mean, if you look at the you know, the projected costs went from like a couple hundred billion dollars, which is also terrible, to like a trillion dollars per decade. One thing people don't know is it has no end date. Like it has the subsidies have no end date because they say it's either twenty thirty two or when we reduce our emissions by seventy five percent, whichever comes last. Well, even according to the Biden administration, we're not going to have that by 2050. So it just means this endless parade of subsidies. And what this is doing is it's in different ways forcing more and more unreliable solar and wind on the grid and trying to get rid of coal at a time when we, when we need reliable electricity more how, than ever. How is the where's the disconnect um, in people's heads between I'm buying an electric car, I want an electric car, and the idea that we're making less energy uh, and we don't even have the grid. The way our grid is now, it is not capable of carrying that much electricity. I mean, I think we need to, I think it's a pretty easy to connect to make. It's just the, there's often this stuff where people don't have something pointed out. And so they're just not thinking about it because they're just taught not to think about it. But if you point it out, it's pretty simple. That's why I say, hey, look, we're increasing the demand for reliable electricity and we're decreasing the supply. Isn't that, and we're talking about drastically decreasing the supply more. Isn't that a problem? Most people will say, yes. I mean, this came up in the uh, Newsom, I don't know if you saw the Newsom-DeSantis debate. Mm -hmm. I thought DeSantis had a really good point, which is a point that I make a lot, uh, particularly being a Californian, which is this point about, well, Governor Newsom announced hey, no more internal combustion engine, right? And then six days later, you know, you have to use EVs. And six days later, California told us, don't charge your EVs. We don't have enough power. That's at like 10% penetration, right? (laughs) What is it like at 60% and 70%? And we keep shutting down our, our reliable plants. All right, more in just a second. I want to talk to you about the candidates. Which candidate do you think is best to stop all of this? We'll do that in just a minute. Stand by. The Glenn Beck Program. If you haven't, uh, if, you, if you don't have rough greens yet for your dog, let me tell you something. Your dog's missing out. And, you know, that's, I mean, that's fine as long as he doesn't hear about it and turn on you. But if he hears that he could have been eating healthier, tastier food, you know, if his, uh, his pet human 
would have been listening, you know, I mean, he might get a little upset and they have teeth. So I'm not going to tell him, but some of the other dogs in the neighborhood might. You might want to uh, put rough greens on his kibble food. Rough greens, not a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. You sprinkle it on the dog's food. Brown food, it's been cooked out. There's nothing alive in it. No probiotics, nothing. Um, it's really empty food. Uh, and uh, that's just because the government wants it to be able to sit on the shelf for, you know, two to three years. It's wonderful stuff. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal. You just go to ruffgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN33. They're going to send you the first trial bag free. You just pay for shipping. 833-GLEN33. 833-GLEN33. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn and subscribe. Use the promo code Glenn Plus. You'll save 30 bucks. Wow, we're with uh, Alex Sepstein, and he is sitting here in the studio, and he has the guts to try to say that climate-related emergency, climate emergency deaths uh, are down. Wow, how dare I he? Mean, how dare he? I mean, we all know. We listen to the politicians and, and uh, all of the people at COP28. We all know that climate deaths are are through the roof now. Well, it's interesting because usually they just avoid that subject. If you look at the rhetoric, what they'll do usually is they'll just use anecdotes, right? So they'll say like 50 people died in Pakistan. This is unprecedented. And you're like, no, wait, actually, <laughs> many, many more people used to die in Pakistan. And in general, deaths used to be 50 times what they are today. Interestingly, Hillary Clinton had the goal this year to say, we're, we just started studying climate-related deaths and we're finding that they're going up. I'm like, wait, we have records going back a long time. Right. We have records of, you know, millions of people dying in a given year, like 100 years ago from drought. And specifically, she said, and we know the biggest cause of climate death is heat death. And this is news to me and to everyone who knows anything, because on every continent, <laughs> <And> Russia, <laughs> yeah, on every continent, even the African continent, uh, cold related deaths exceed heat related deaths. So overall, it's something like an eight to one ratio. So for most people, the planet is too cold. Also, by the way, warming occurs more in colder places than in warm places, so it tends to even save more lives. So, but she's just, I'm glad she's bringing this up because it's so easily refuted, but it, uh, they're finally bringing up the issue of death, which they've evaded for years because the numbers don't support them. I believe it's in your book, Alex, where they've never put this, the graph that you have, and you've shown 98% drop in climate-related deaths. They've never put that in an IPCC report. No. Right? And, and and like that to me is so revealing. Fundamentally, what are we talking about here? With all these things put together, the main thing we're trying to prevent are climate-related deaths. So that would be the number one graph to show in a report about the climate, And there are, right? four th there are thousands of pages of reports. So no. they don't even talk about the rate of climate death, because, let alone mo this graphic, which is taken from mainstream data because they don't want to do it. They also mention zero times any climate-related benefits of fossil fuels. Which is odd because one of the main things we do with fossil fuels is protect ourselves from climate. Like think about irrigation powered by fossil mm -hmm. fuels, Eva uh, air conditioning. crop transport, air conditioning, he heating. Like 
I mean, so many ways in which we use fossil fuels take the naturally dangerous climate and make us unnaturally safe. And if you're interested in the future of climate danger, you can't ignore the benefits of fossil fuels because your your level of mastery over climate determines what's dangerous. Correct. Right. It's like heat and cold. Like in the United States, we have every climate imaginable and we can live to 80 in every state easily because we're masters of climate. So that's what the whole world should do. If you care about climate livability and avoiding climate danger, just have enough energy so you can deal with any climate. It's very you simple. Can, you can live comfortably, I mean, you know, uh, in Minnesota, and you can live comfortably in Arizona. You, you, I mean, you had to chop a lot of wood to live <laughs> in uh, Minnesota, and you couldn't live in Arizona. You just couldn't have done it. Yeah, I, I, Nobody lived there until air, air conditioning. It was very few that would actually move down there. Look at what cities are thriving right now. And that's all because of air conditioning. And yesterday I saw uh, a story from COP28 where they're saying, got to get rid of air conditioning, too. I find that's the most revealing. Like their their whole thesis is we're worried about the earth is getting too warm. So let's ban air conditioning. That's that's the that's the philosophy. And you see, it shows the anti-humanism because what it shows is even by their own view of the problem, they're against any solution that protects us. It, they're, they're just against anything. And even if you ask, like, they're against the idea of capturing CO2 from fossil fuels, usually, which I don't think you can do that efficiently on a global scale, but it's revealing. And they're also against what they call geoengineering, which is at some point cooling the earth like i believe if we if we actually faced a warming crisis which we don't but you should explore are there any macro things you can do you know volcanoes cool the earth but they're like no that's that's the thing they want us to always withdraw our impact they don't want us to cause any problem and then solve the problem with more impact and technology they just want us to withdraw impact and technology so is the air conditioning thing targeted towards really the united states more than anybody else because you go over to europe you know they don't use ice cubes and <laughs> generally speaking they don't have you know central air we are big on air conditioning well you can think of it as it's targeting us or you could think of it as it's targeting people improving their lives both ways it's really bad because you want air conditioning because what they do is their whole focus is let's eliminate human impact and particularly uh, the impact, uh, particularly eliminate CO2. And so what they do is they just categorize human activities, not by how good they are for human life. Who cares about that, right? We're focused on the climate. They categorize them by how much impact do they have. And they say, hey, you know what? Air conditioning uses a lot of energy. So if we want to reach our goal, we got to stop doing air conditioning. When did they stop teaching trees breathe in <laughs> as we breathe out? That's when I was a kid, they, I mean, we knew it's this great circle Trees breathe in what we exhale and create what we inhale. Well, yeah. So what that means is more CO2 generally means more plant growth. Correct. Uh, we still, so some of the CO2 gets absorbed by trees and some gets absorbed by the oceans and some we put still have more in the atmosphere than we used to. But I look at all this from a humanistic perspective. Just, hey, is the world today with more CO2 in the atmosphere, more plant life, and more, most importantly, more energy, is that a better world than the energy-starved world of 100 or 200 years ago and it's better in every respect including climate i yet have i have yet to meet one green activist who would prefer to live in the supposedly perfect climate yep. of 1850 right <laughs> right because they would freeze to death or yeah. burn or, or yeah. heat to death because they didn't have any mastery over it 
Um, let's talk about the uh, candidates. Tonight is uh, the uh, the Republican debate. Um, we have four people, unfortunately, on stage and one that is not going to be there, Donald Trump. When you look at I'm, I'm sure you've talked to most, if not all of the candidates or at least their their surrogates. Um, who is the best who has the best understanding of this? Uh, and who do you think is the most serious about stopping this kind of nonsense? So for once, I'm a little hesitant to say stuff because I, I advise kind of a lot of different offices and campaigns and that kind of thing. Um, so I'm trying to get everyone to use what yes. I'm advocating. Um, I think, I'll, but I'll talk about what people have said publicly. So I think all of them, Christie is actually the one I know least in terms of, of his views, but he seems decent on it. Um, the ones who've been the most of, of the people tonight, the ones who've been most outspoken and, and using the kind of line, I think. So Haley, I don't disagree with much of what she said, but I just haven't heard her say much about it. Um, DeSantis and uh, Vivek, so Vivek has definitely been the most outspoken about this issue of climate death. He's really popularized this statistic yep. of 98% decline. And he has a really good understanding of it. I mean, he's publicly, uh, this is not me giving away anything. He's publicly said, like, he's read Fossil Future. He's been very influenced by it. You know, he's an intellectual right. guy. Right. I think he really gets it. And it's been exciting to see him on networks that would never have me, like NBC, making these points mm -hmm. so that's been a great thing he's also i think ha is in favor of energy freedom you know dramatically reducing the administrative state um desantis has been really good as well in his his opening energy speech in midland like he specifically mentioned 98 percent decline in climate disaster deaths uh you know in his debate with newsom he talked about the evil of government dictated green energy which is a term that i use and i, I encourage others to use uh he's for energy freedom so i think um i think those two are both doing well i think in general the republicans and i take some credit for this have done are better on energy than they used to be if you look mm -hmm. at like the 2012 debates 2016 debates even the platforms have gotten way way better i mean almost it's it's almost hard to criticize any of them vehemently whereas that was very easy what what years ago when did you become when did you become an unwashed heathen to the mainstream media <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> well you were i mean you were a big deal to the left um, because you believe in, you know, climate change, et cetera, et cetera, but you don't believe in the solutions. And if I remember right, you were, a you were beloved, you know? No, 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 no. You remember wrong. I was never <laughs> beloved. Uh, not, not by, not by the mainstream media. I mean, I, you know, I grew up in sort of like a left wing kind of environment as a kid. I grew up in Chevy Chase, Maryland, but I wasn't in the media back then or anything. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. So, I mean, now I'm, I'm now I'm definitely at the peak of my prominence and and it still has I, mean, I get look I get a lot of exposure but I've never been interviewed by CNN I've never been interviewed by MSNBC mm -hmm. and I am the most willing guy in the world to debate anyone right. so it's certainly not my issue I haven't been on NPR I guess I've been on the BBC before but like hey if anyone is watching from there I'm more than happy to be on there but in the meantime they won't have you on. at least other people it's great when presidential candidates and politicians are making these points because they can't, those networks can't avoid them. So that was exciting about seeing Vivek is like, oh, he's making these points and they have to have him on. Is this turning with the um, next generation? Is, are you seeing real growth of, I don't know, intelligence? 
It's, it's hard to make macro statements. I mean, I'm seeing in my world the uh, significant proliferation of young people who are saying this. So in terms of the influencer side, mm-hmm. and a lot of my focus is on, this is why I have energytalkingpoints.com and and basically giving everyone the building blocks. I mean, Stu is a great example. Like Stu's become really articulate on these yeah. things and really knowledgeable. That's and quite the, an accomplishment the, by you to make me articulate uh, on anything. <laughs> the, I didn't say that, <laughs> but I'd like to emphasize it. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like, I like, I really like seeing other people learn the way of thinking, learn the facts, put them together. And then we're seeing young people. I was just in Africa a couple months ago, and there's a young Kenyan guy I've come to befriend and kind of mentor called Jasper Machogu. He has a really good Twitter, if you check him out on Twitter. I, by the way, I don't agree with all of his views on foreign policy, so let's just... But, <laughs> yeah, right. but he is really, really good on energy. We did a video that I'll post soon. But anyway, he's become a really successful activist for African energy freedom. And he really gets it and he can frame the stuff a lot the way that I do. And he knows the facts. And so I just want to, I want, and the other thing is people are starting to see you can actually make a career out of it. When I got into this, believe me, I had no idea that being pro fossil fuels, there was ever any (laughs) notoriety in it, even though in retrospect, it makes sense. Like, oh, you could have planned it. I didn't plan it at all. I just happened to be it. And then people were interested. But now I'm glad if people fall and they say, you know what? You can actually get some positive attention. You can actually get speaking engagements. You can actually sell books. That's great. So I want as I mean, I want to be obsolete. It's part of why I've showed you guys in the background. Like I'm making an AI that we'll bring out in a few weeks. Like I want to be obsoleted by the other people and by my own AI. That's great. It's a good goal. It's hard, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. no, it is. But, uh, you know, there's lots of people that would like you obsolete yeah. on the other side. But, uh, I'm not going that way. You're not going that way. Yeah, I know. Thank you so much for uh, being with us again. Um, Fossil Fuels, uh, Fossil Future is the name of the book. It's Alex uh, Epstein, and uh, it's always good to have you on. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, guys. All right. Um, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Legacy Box. If you're searching for that perfect gift for the holidays, there is still time to buy the best Christmas gift ever. It's Legacy Box. It is a simple and safe way to digitize your treasured videotapes, films, reels, photos, and they've helped over a million families do just that. Everything is done by hand right here in the U.S. by a team of professionals who know how uh, important your memories are they're all done here in the united states they make the digital copies uh and then they they send them right back to you so you get the originals and you get the digital copies which are protected from floods and mold and decay of time process is really easy and simple just send in your legacy box when you're ready filled with old vhs tapes or camcorder tapes and pictures and they will digitize them for you legacy box one of the few products that is in stock and ready to ship make this holiday season special by giving the gift of memories get your family's videotapes converted for just nine dollars and your photos professionally scanned for as low as seven cents each during this exclusive last minute holiday offer from Legacy Box. It's LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Go there now. LegacyBox.com slash Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. They always make, you know, shooting guns and hitting what you're shooting at look so easy in the movies. Like, every time you watch Keanu Reeves and something, it's like, oh, that's easy. You just, fight, you know, just came. That's not the way the real life works. Um, you walk into a gun range thinking... He is really shooting like that. 
Is he really? Well, I know he really no, is. No, he is. I'm just saying it's not easy, <clears throat> right? Like, it's not an easy process. You have to work really hard to be that good, you and he does. You know where the trigger is. Well, I mean, it's the, it's the, it's the little, it's little curvy thing. thing the okay, okay, yes. yeah, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, you do need more shooting skills, that's for sure. I think everybody can benefit from this, and a great way to do that is the iTarget Cube. The iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser bullets from iTarget Pro. And you can buy one, you can upgrade to the three-pack for a really unique training experience, and you can practice the shooting drills, the clearing drills, or the random mode uh, to test your ability to react, all while the system times every shot that you make. You can practice alone, you can compete with friends, and because the system works with your home's Wi-Fi, you can place cubes anywhere in your home and practice self-defense scenarios safely without the expense and inconvenience of having to go to the shooting range. If you want all the benefits of staying in practice and none of the drawbacks, iTarget is for you. Right now, you can save 10% plus free shipping with the offer code BLAZE10 when you go to iTargetPro.com. comes to the most popular caliber, so you can really train with any firearm. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to do this. It's iTargetPro.com. iTargetPro.com. The code is BLAZE10. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck Program. We're, we're glad you're here. Uh, the big debates tonight. Woo! RNC sanctioned GOP debate. Yeah. When it's sanctioned by the RNC, you know it's got to be good. Discussions and talking points don't matter outside of that framework. That Only is when really the RNC good. approves. Uh, I'm interested in Megan Kelly moderating uh, today. It's going to be a good debate. It's a good group. Yeah, yeah. And the Free Beacon is also the editor in chief is going to be. Liliana uh, Johnson. She's there. Yeah. 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 Would you like to just. Well, I just thought, I, I thought you were looking at her name and didn't know how to pronounce it, which is usually Elena the case. Johnson. Oh, okay, well, it's, it's Ileana really... Johnson, so thank you. I was proven right in real time. <laughs> I, I love how that happens on the show. Shut up. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, no, it's a good group, and uh, you know, Megan is uh, is kind of the headliner, I guess, of the of the moderation crew. There's one other person, isn't there, Glenn? Is there one other one? I can't remember. But uh, I, I think there's three total moderators. But I'm going to be on with Megan Kelly today on her show. She's uh, talking about this. Marvelous. She is awesome. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited because I, I, I feel like these other debates, there's a lot of problems with them. Yeah. I'm Mainly just, being I'm, the guy in first place and isn't in them. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, having someone who's going to actually ask questions I care about would be nice. I'm disappointed that Chris Christie is going to be in. I mean, I, I'm, I'd like to get it down to the two or three, you know, and then. He just, he just made it. He just made it. And. Yeah, I mean, look, no votes have been cast yet. You know, Rick Santorum was at, what, 4% at this point in, in, yeah. uh, in Iowa back in the day, and he wound up winning Iowa. Uh, I mean, Huckabee was probably not at the top by by now either, and he wound up doing well. I mean, I think there's a... Uh, we get to this rush where we want to get everybody out of it. I, I don't want... I, look, I don't, there's no path for Chris Christie to win the nomination, so that's just frustrating, you know? But, I mean, you can make the point on on... Christie or even Ramaswamy at some level. I don't know what the path is for those two guys, but you know, there's been no votes cast yet. Like if they want to, you know, at some point it, it becomes ridiculous to stay in the race, but I mean, can you, can these guys at least have a couple votes cast before they have to drop out? I don't know. Yeah. We are, um, we're starting our coverage tonight at six 30 with, uh, Oh God, I gotta do it with you. I'd love to have you on. You want to come on? That would be great. It says with Stu and myself. I, I think this is misleading advertising because <laughs> I have no intention of doing it with you. Hmm. And then at 8 o'clock uh, is the, ba- the uh, debate, 8, 8 p.m. Eastern. And we're doing some live commentary there? Yeah, we mm-hmm. are actually able to cover and, and carry the actual debate. So we're going to be doing live commentary during it. 
and watching. And then after the debate at 10, we're going to rank how the candidates did and exclusive live Q&A with Blaze TV subscribers. Q&A for subscribers only. You want to be a part of the conversation? Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn Plus at checkout. Get $30 off your one-year Blaze TV Plus subscription. We will see you tonight at the debate only on Blaze TV. The Glenn Beck Program. You might want to have some emergency supplies because I'm about to celebrate the person of the year. And that I'm going to celebrate with a dramatic reading. Uh, Uh And uh, you might want some emergency supplies because the world could just stop. It's uh, that important. Really is. Really scary. Anyway, My Patriot Supply can help whatever the emergency is. Three-month emergency food kit provides delicious breakfast, lunch, dinners that last up to 25 years in storage. Right now, it's $200 off. Get over 2,000 calories a day. You just add water and heat. And right now, MyPatriotSupply.com will uh, go in there and get in the three-month emergency food kit. You'll save $200. Make sure you order by 3 p.m. Your order is going to be shipped the same day. The best emergency food anywhere lasts up to 25 years. I don't think we're going to have to wait that long. Take $200 off right now at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Some very exciting news. They have just named the person of the year. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen. America, they have just named the Time Person of the Year. Who could it be? Who could it be? It's the Israeli soldier. Nah, not so much. Who is it? I, I am on. I am on the edge of my seat. My bottom's barely touching the seat right now. Who's it gonna be? I'll tell you in sixty seconds. Right now, lovey, I'm a man of taste and decency. Don't you know? Only the finest caviar and the most expensive champagne for me. Oh, and when I drive off after stepping out of my 4,000 square foot shower, I use towels that really only Lovey and I could pack in our giant steamer truck trunk for that, that three-hour tour. Why did he pack all of that stuff for a three-hour tour? Seriously. I mean, there's no reason for it whatsoever. Anyway, uh, 
the 4,000 foot uh, shower, um, I, I, I hate to blame that on Thurston Howell. It's actually uh, Chris Christie's shower, and he's in it right now getting ready for the debate. But my pillow is announcing two brand new lines of my towels for you to try out. Lovey, they're fantastic. They're made with amazing ring spun cotton. I mean, the little people don't have these. Actually, little people can afford them. Six-piece set now for an amazing introductory sale price for as low as $29.98 with a promo code back. Of course the $29.98. How do you think I got so wealthy? The designer premium line. I'm just kidding. I inherited all my money. Premium line is just $20 more right now. Either way you go, it's a 50% savings now through December 12th. You can also get free shipping, no minimum spend required. It's MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com. Make sure you enter the promo code BECK. Call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117. Promo code BECK. Stu, who would you choose? Who would you choose? Think of the entire year, all of the things that have happened. Who? Who would be? The person of the year. Wow. Well, they usually name some horrible dictator. Uh, um, you know uh, what? The Hamas freedom fighter. Yes. Uh, person yes, of the year. Yes. yes, yes. There you go. No. Not, no. No. Not the Israeli story uh, a soldier. I think that oh, the Hamas a- would have had a better chance of winning it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not who it was. Come on. Come on. Come on. Person of the year. Hmm. Uh, I mean, Zelensky. Let me give you. No, he's already. Putin? He was, no. How no. about Z- Zelensky and Putin arm in arm on the cover? Let me give no? you a hint. Mm. With yet another dramatic reading. Our secret moments in your crowded room. They got no idea about me and you. There's an indentation in the shape of you. Made your mark on me, a golden tattoo. You know yet? No, I'm not. All this silence and patience pining in anticipation. My hands are shaking from holding back from you. Ah, ah, ah. All of this silence and uh, silence and patience pining and desperately waiting. My hands are shaking from all of this. Ah, 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 ah. Sounds like a personal issue. Say my name and everything just stops. I don't like you like a best friend. Only bought this dress so you could take it off. <laughs> take it off. I, I I appreciate you not reading any more of this. Whatever <laughs> really? it is. Yes. Come on. Come on. Who is it? Who is it? It sounds wonderful. And I'm really interested to it's know. It's the bicycle guy that just... I'm sorry. The bicycle woman that just won... The bicycle woman. Yeah, you know, the the one that just won the bicycle race, you know. The right. guy who... Oh. That just Wait, is, it's the transgender guy who won the bicycle? Yeah, the, the women's bicycle race. I, I don't know who that person's name I is. I only bought this dress so you could take it off. <laughs> you don't think that Time Magazine would... Would do the transgender Maybe movement. The is male the athletes, trans women in sports yes. is the person of the year. What, no. Did they write a No, they did not. Very mediocre song. It is, of the- course, Taylor Swift. Ah. Uh, Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Congratulations. They, yeah, yeah. Person mm-hmm. of the year. No, wow. I don't think that's shallow. 
I mean, she's a big entertainer. She is a big entertainer. You know, she is a big entertainer. Lots of impact on my football watching every weekend. Get mm-hmm. to see. You know. I just wanted to bring it up because I know how much she means to you. She does. I get to hear the pitch of, hey, did you know a player on your favorite team is related to the person who's dating this woman that you don't care about? Let me talk about it for 48 straight minutes. Uh, that's I, I love that in every NFL podcast. I know broadcast. you do. Um, but no, I... That Taylor Swift. I mean, look, you can. She had a heck of a year. Oh, no, she did. It really was an amazing. She year. did. If you're going to give it to she an entertainer, did. she's I she's think, the, the entertainer choice. to do. Yes. I mean, there, well, there her were other or Jimmy impact. Fallon. Yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you put that. He's in mm-hmm. oof, what a year he had. Um, Trevor Noah. Would you put Trevor it? Noah? Oh, another one. <laughs> there's another one. Another one. No, but I mean, like, if you're going to give it to an entertainer, I. It did She's feel like there was a lot going on this year, though. No, what? Maybe what was happening? There was multiple wars huh. that broke out. Really? Uh, yeah, you yeah. kind of had that. Yeah. You, you had a lot of stuff going on mm. that was of, of large impact, but maybe... The whistleblowers? They would have been going... Mm, you know which ones? Well... The Hunter Biden ones. Any of them. The anti... <laughs> the ones that pointed out that... We were just targeting Catholics for no reason and calling them terrorists. Which ones would you, which whistleblowers now, would you like? I find none it. of them, by the way, that you're going to mention would go to this unless though it's a whistleblower on like Donald Trump. Then right. you have a chance. Right. Right. Sure. But how about the how about the Ivy League um uh presidents of Harvard, MIT that I mean they're women and they were they were fantastic yesterday. The fantastic on anti-Semitism. They've been very strong on that. Yeah, they have been. Yeah, they're very, very strong to. They're very anti-Semitic. I mean, they're <laughs> they're very good on that. I mean, you could put uh, Rashida Tlaib. She's oh, been the she's the been queen the of que- the anti-Semites. Well, I think it's pretty hard to let me play mm. a little bit of the testimony on Capitol Hill from the uh, from the presidents of Harvard, MIT, and Penn. They were asked about, you know, the calls for genocide of all the Jews on their campus. Listen to this. At MIT, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate MIT's code of conduct or rules regarding bullying and harassment? Yes or no? If targeted at individuals not making public statements. Mm. Yes or no? Calling for the genocide of Jews does not constitute bullying and harassment? I have not heard calling for the genocide for Jews on our campus. But you've heard chants for intifada. I've heard chants, which can be anti-Semitic depending on the context, <laughs> or calling for the elimination of the Jewish people. Okay. So this is stop, not- stop, stop. <laughs> I just have to, just have to say. What? I have heard chants on campus that could, in the right context, be anti-Semitic Calling for the genocide of the Jewish people. Well, sometimes when you call for the genocide of Jewish people, you're not being anti-Semitic at all. Right. Right. Like you're looking for more uh, living space. Yes. You know, living space. Yes. Uh, that was a big. Uh, right. That's another catchphrase you might remember from history. Yeah. A little more living space is right. all we need. I mean, need. not for them, but not for, for us. Them. For us. Yeah. We need to spread out, spread our wings a little bit. Right. Not enough room for the German people. Right. A little more living space. <laughs> okay. So she's heard chants that could in theory, could. Yeah, we're not going to say that it, they no, were. They no. could be anti-Semitic in the right context. You know, I, I don't know what context it would be anti-Semitic to say we should have a genocide of all the Jews. 
There's probably you one, know. though. Yeah, there's somewhere out there. Somewhere if you really there. search. Okay, <laughs> let's continue. Incredible. So those would not be according to the MIT's code of conduct or rules. That would be um, investigated of, uh, as harassment if pervasive and severe. Ms. McGill. Okay, stop, 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 stop. If pervasive and severe. Mm. Now, I think anybody standing at a rally chanting death or genocide to all the Jews. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I think that's pretty severe. I would say it is pretty severe. And it okay. seems like if it doesn't violate your code right. of conduct, perhaps your code of conduct needs to be adjusted. Right. Did you go to Harvard, though? I did not. I didn't either. And so, you know, I, I you don't know these Yale. things. Yeah. I don't know and what Yale's I, policy is. I don't either. I don't either. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand, you know, the intellect of Harvard. Let's go to MIT where they're even smarter. Ms. McGill, at Penn, does oh, calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's rules or code of conduct? Yes or no? If the speech turns into conduct, it can be harassment. Okay, yeah, stop. Am, okay, stop. Uh, so interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> so if they're chanting death to all the Jews, that's not. And then, but they round but then they them all up. They actually kill Jews then at that it's, point. Then it's harassment. Once they've wiped out all the Jews, right. we're going to act. Right. Okay. Hey, they can build showers. They can build oh, gas yeah, changes, obviously, course. yes. But the minute the they minute start they to use them. Well, and, and, and technically the speech is calling for genocide, so they probably have to wipe them all out before we act. But right. at some, that's when our code of conduct will kick in. You know, that's when there's no Jews left, we'll be like, you know amazing. what? Hey, guys, stop. And I bet they will at that point. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. here we go. Well, there won't King, be any left. Right, that's Specifically why. calling for the genocide of Jews, does that constitute bullying or harassment? If it is directed and severe or pervasive, it is harassment. So the answer is yes. It is a context-dependent decision. Context. It's a context-dependent decision. That's your testimony today. Calling for the genocide of Jews is depending upon the context. <laughs> that is not bullying or harassment. This is the easiest question to answer <laughs> yes, Ms. McGill. So is your if testimony it, that it, you will not answer yes? If it... Uh, is if the yes speech or becomes no. if the speech becomes conduct, it can be harassment. Yes. Conduct meaning committing the act of genocide. <laughs> <laughs> the speech is not harassment. This is unacceptable, Ms. McGill. I'm gonna give you one more opportunity for the world to see your answer. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Penn's code of conduct when it comes to bullying and harassment? Yes or no? It can be harassment. The answer is yes. And Dr. Gay, at Harvard, does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment, yes or no? It can be, depending on the context. What's the context? Targeted as an individual. Targeted as, at an individual. Well, it it's targeted at Jewish students, Jewish individuals. Do you understand your testimony is dehumanizing them? Do you understand that dehumanization is part of anti-Semitism? I will ask you one more time. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Anti-Semitic rhetoric. When it and is it anti-Semitic rhetoric? 
anti-Semitic rhetoric when it crosses into conduct that amounts to bullying. I can't, I can't believe Unbelievable. this. I, mean, I yeah. can't believe this. If you have a microaggression, right. which is not saying we should kill all of you, mm-hmm. okay? A microaggression, they need a safe space. Everybody needs to go cry and be protected. If, if you use the wrong pronouns, right. they put these things into these categories. Right. And calling for the genocide of Jews... Well, you know what, if it's targeted towards an individual. Well, technically, if you're calling for the genocide of the whole race, it's not targeted at an individual. It's all individuals, the every single one of them. So I guess maybe that's their out. Um, I, but also, I will say, you know, that's one of the best uh, grilling. Oh. Uh, I mean, that is an, she did a really good job with really that. Really good job. Now, it, I will say... It should have been easy for them to say this. <laughs> you can look at the, what you don't maybe get on radio is the faces of these women as they are uh, trying to answer these mm-hmm, questions. Mm-hmm. They're so smug and so like, oh, this, she's, I see what you're trying to do here and I'm not going to fall for it. Um, well, it, it what, depends on the what, context. Hang on. What are you trying to do there? Yeah. Well, you're she, trying, trying to, to trap say, them to make them, uh, to, be, to make them say the Palestinian protester kids are bad. And it's like, well, yeah. When they're calling for the genocide they're... of the Jews, yeah, they are. Yeah. You should be able to say that with yeah. real confidence. Yes, should be really easy. Even By the way, more confidence than the pronoun mistake that you're going to throw ten kids out of out of uh, out of your school for next week. Here's a Jewish student uh, that is suing UPenn, describing anti-Semitism. On October seventh, Israel was attacked. Since October seventh, American Jews have been under attack. My name is Ayal Yacobi. And I am a proud American studying at the University of Pennsylvania. I love Penn. I've wanted to attend this university since before I can remember. I'm here because the Penn I attend today is unrecognizable from the Penn I once used to know. Penn, once renowned for groundbreaking discoveries like the mRNA vaccine, is now a chilling landscape of hatred and hostility. Our university, revered for its pursuit of knowledge, has devolved into an arena where Jewish students tiptoe through their days, uncertain and unsafe. Not only are tensions palpable, but there have also been materialized actions taken to intimidate and harm students. A bomb threat against Hillel, a swastika spray painted, the Hillel and Chabad houses vandalized, a professor posting the armed wing of Hamas's logo on Facebook, a Jewish student accosted, Jews are Nazis, etched adjacent to Penn's Jewish fraternity house. Why doesn't the university hold the perpetrators of such acts accountable? Is the university fearful that they may offend those who wish to intimidate and harass their fellow students? Mm -hmm. Penn's ambivalence fuels a crisis that has shattered my academic sanctuary. Policies meant to safeguard us have become hollow promises. And let us be clear, if they fail Jewish students today, tomorrow they will fail the rest of us. It was powerful. Yesterday was a very powerful day. And not just for uh, outing of anti-Semites, but also those who were called transphobic. Uh, There was another hearing on Capitol Hill yesterday where uh, I saw again one of the greatest responses I have seen from a congressperson. We'll go there in 60 seconds. First, when you absolutely positively have to buy or sell a home, sometimes you just have to. You want the people that you can trust on your side doing the best job possible. 
It's a company called realestateagentsitrust.com. I, is this my company? I started it, to, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago because I didn't know how to interview a, a real estate agent. I had no idea how they, you know, what, what are the best practices? Well, I figured that out because I started doing work with the what the Wall Street Journal said was the 500 best real estate agents in the country. And I found the pattern. I asked them about best practices the one thing that you need is somebody who knows the best practices, engages in them, has a very, very popular website that already has the traffic built in, plus somebody that relates to you, somebody that listens to you. The agents we work with are those people, top sellers. They know the lay of the land, best practices to get your family where you need to go. So whether it's across the street or across the country, if you're looking for a real estate agent that will get the job done, realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Okay, so there was a another House hearing, um, and Riley Gaines was there, and Summer Lee, the representative, uh, said that we are just going to hear nothing but transphobic language. Uh, we're going to have to sit here and listen to these transphobes, and uh, Riley Gaines uh, had a problem with that. Listen to me that although the title of this hearing implies a much needed discussion, we're likely going to be forced to listen to transphobic bigotry. Unsafe, unfair, and discriminatory practices towards women must stop. Inclusion cannot be prioritized over safety and fairness. And Ranking Member Lee, if my testimony makes me transphobic, then I believe your opening monologue makes you a misogynist. Thank you. I have, as the saying goes. Uh, Madam Chair, excuse me, I move to have uh, the gentlewoman's words taken down. Madam Chair, she's engaging in personalities. Engaging in personalities. What, what is Can that? Can I mean? just ask how it's fair to be called transphobic? There's a thing. I would say men disguising themselves as women are engaging in personalities. Order. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I mean, this I is. Move to withdraw the point of order. This is insane. This is insane what's going on. And finally, somebody snapped. Uh, it is Lisa uh, McLean. I don't know if she's related to the McLean that, you know, is in that Christmas film, that documentary about the, the bombing <laughs> in Los Angeles. But uh, here's Lisa McLean in response. Listen to this. What have we lost our minds? I sat here and listened to every every label imaginable. I I am here to protect women, girls. My God, why do I have to apologize for that? We spent decades trying to protect women. And you know what? We won. We won. So I will not apologize now or ever for trying to protect my daughters and women in sports. And that's what this hearing was about, protecting women. So you know what? I am a woman, and let me tell you, hear me roar, because I will not stop protecting women. You want to know why? Because we have rights, too. Women have rights, too. And our daughters have rights, too. 
Let me be explicitly clear on that. And I will never stop protecting our daughters. I will never stop protecting women. That is my job as a mother, and it is the right thing to do. I love her. I love her. Then she pushed a computer on a chair down the elevator shaft. um, All right. Prices for almost everything have gone up dramatically over the past year. But don't worry. I mean, the main things that went up were just food and fuel. No big deal. Uh, Inflation is under control. Don't forget that. What is the first step towards owning nothing and being happy? Well, you have to destroy the value of money. So people... Uh, who don't know how inflation works, can't afford anything. They can't afford to own anything. How much do you know about inflation? How it happens? How much do your kids know? Inflation is a very important concept to know who's causing it and what causes it. The Tuttle Twins would like to enlighten uh, your kids and your grandkids and you with a free stocking stuffer. It's a book called The Tuttle Twins and the Creature from Jekyll Island. It explains inflation and money in a way that both kids and adults can enjoy and understand. The books are free until they run out of the extra supply, so don't wait. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get the free book. You just pay for shipping. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Teach your kids how to stay ahead of inflation. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn and fight inflation by saving 30 bucks with the code Glenn Plus. So I'm sorry. I'm very distracted right now because Buddy Dale brought in some chocolates and i yeah. can't open them i can't they're in this i mean do you have to be old money to know how to open these things is yeah, that what it they, is because they're fancy the, chocolates they've got the gold wrapper on them so yes oh my gosh you can't there there's now it's open <laughs> wow this is uh i mean there's only so much time to open a box of candy if they make it impossible sh- to open, you just pound it open. There are shards of sharp plastic all over the studio now. Well, Wait, but but as you, you were like ripping that off, you saw clearly a a, a a a sticker type of thing that was wrapped around the outside. That was obviously how you opened that package. You don't well, slam no. it against the desk like a, like an insane person. <laughs> I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't insane. That is a regular way <laughs> that when you when you wrap chocolate. Like you, like it's a like an old CD. That's how you open it. Would you like some chocolate? I'm okay. I, okay. I'm afraid I'd be eating plastic shards <laughs> if, if I were to ingest any of this. Gosh, that was now. How many times is that? How many times have you done that? That seemed like it was not the first time you had smashed a a package of chocolates against the table to open it. I mean, you I, really I, wanted some chocolate there. That was real no, desire. Was more no. Less about the chocolate, more about the packaging. You just, it was the, <laughs> you don't get to the point where you're opening something and it's oh. been so sealed that there's no way any human could ever open it. Oh, I've definitely got yeah. to that point before. I can't, I can't take not, that. Not on like, national radio. Right. It's never well, happened to me on national radio before. Oh, well, I'm but. not ashamed of who I am. <laughs> Maybe you should be. <laughs> You know, that's a, I feel like that's a lesson really? we've learned lately. A lot of really? people are like, I just need to tell the world who I am. Maybe, Maybe. you shouldn't. <laughs> Me. 
You know, Glenn, maybe the way you just acted should be closeted. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. You're sitting over there with a bottle of whiskey and you're telling me to behave myself. I have. You see what I just did to the chocolates? You know how much I want that whiskey right now? I, I will say. I've got some Fox and Odin whiskey right here. And uh, I not it's such a beautiful bottle. I didn't want to open it. Uh, it's not that beautiful. Let's open it. Glenn, I mean... Glenn is looking at me in a way that is disturbing. I feel like a, a protective parent, and you're like Jared from Subway. Like that's what I feel like. This well, it bottle, is, it's uh, what is it? It's like twelve year old whiskey. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> a very wrong conversation. Uh, but <laughs> I will say, I like taunting you mm-hmm. over alcohol because yeah. I think it's really funny. And I'm, that means me. I'm I a just good friend. want to smell it. I love the smell I know, of good whiskey. That's what's making me making me freak out. You you really want? I'm putting this away. No, no, just just leave it up here. I'm not gonna leave it up here I am for you. Smash that thing open. Look <laughs> at the very end of your career. Do I want this to end in some sort of alcoholic binge that gets us all sorts of ratings? Of I course. Don't have to drink it. I just want to smell it. Oh, and then it's just just one sip. But it's just it's just touching my lips. That's not hang drinking. Hang on just a second. This is what happens. Hang on just Sarah, a second. You know. You okayed <laughs> an, a whiskey, sp- knowing that whiskey is my, you okayed a whiskey sponsorship it's good whiskey. on this program. It's right. good whiskey. And now, and come on, let's be serious. Mm-hmm. Why did you take that whiskey sponsor sponsorship? I mean, yes, it's good whiskey, but. It's Fox and Oda. It's great. No, no, no. And I'll, I did know it would torture you. Yes, yes okay. but that's so part now, of it. It's a small part of it. Right. So small now it. it's sitting here, and now you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't torture you. I mean, I just, I. I Do you see what I did to the box of candy? Yes, Open I did. that bottle of whiskey no, right now. I, <laughs> those are glass shards if you break the bottle of whiskey, Glenn. <laughs> I'm very nervous. Again, about- I don't want to drink it. I just want to smell it. I love the smell of whiskey. You also love the taste of whiskey, and that became a major problem for your life. Not really, so that I'd wasn't rather... the problem. It was, I love the effects mm. of whiskey. Yeah. Would you remember? Well? Yes. Mm, that's the yeah. problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to... to uh, okay, to... but let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Which is a bigger problem? Alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Alcoholism. Or being somebody that's excited about this story and you're an adult. McDonald's is bringing its adult Happy Meals back into circulation. (laughs) uh, Even containing six individual toy options. The chief of marketing and customer experience officer references the success of last year's cactus plant flea market box and notes that it was something that would be revisited because fans told us they wanted to celebrate that quintessential childhood experience again. Mm. So uh, so they're they're giving you the little happy meal where the. Golden arches are the handle, yeah, with the little toy in it that none of us had for more than five minutes because it was crap. And which adult? I want to talk to the adults that are like, you know what? I am really happy. I can really relive that experience and and see what McDonald's has left for me as a toy, as an adult <laughs> who gets a toy. 
I don't know. I think I'd rather be an alcoholic. Uh, it's an interesting point. <laughs> yeah. Now, the, the worst part about the Happy Meal for adults is they have full-sized meals for adults that you could just have that are bigger and more of the stuff that you like, unless you're going for some weird, you know, I'm uh, going back into a cocoon of childhood. And, you know, with, and what, Dis- with what Disney has done, when I heard adult toys in a Happy Meal <laughs> box, I... <laughs> Uh, you can picture some psychopath out in the McDonald's parking lot smashing open a plastic box, <laughs> box with their adult toy inside. Daddy, why is your box vibrating? Shut up. I'm going to smash it on the bumper in the parking lot. Uh, there, I, do you think, though, this is a thing that is has made a real comeback like there i feel like there was a time maybe i'm just misremembering this but i feel like there was a time where it would be embarrassing to like want to jump back into all the childhood behaviors of of your past like yes, those are great uh, memories, i think our but, grandparents would have slapped right. us across the face right that's kind of how yeah. i picture it yeah that's kind of how i would picture yeah. it right yeah sure but like it seems like now i mean this i don't know is this offensive to some i don't know maybe but like the dis the real the real passion for Disney World and Disneyland from adults is interesting to me. I like I'm not. It's a great place. I'm not. No, no, I no. get it, and I know no. like right now. First of all, it's a spawn of Satan now, so you can't go anymore. But, I've noticed that. Uh, yes. All right. But, but like I do know a lot of no, people, even conservatives, because who still go back there like as adults. You know, a lot. Like okay. multiple but that times is because, a year. Wait a minute, because that brings back innocence it brings back well, the happy meal brings dream. back innocence I, I mean, it I, brings back crap no, it, that you no, had don't you gave the, mcdonald's you gave Ronald has done a lot for this country yeah, has he yeah how big of a house does that fat clown need <laughs> it's a yeah, very he's big house always raising money mm-hmm. hey finish my house finish my house yeah. enough <laughs> enough yeah. okay you you're, you gave that box that Happy Meal because it kept your kids quiet so you didn't drink during the day. That's why you... I don't know that your experience is exactly the same as everyone else's experience. <laughs> Mr. Please open that whiskey bottle so I can smell it. I just... I'm just saying. But I... Do you find that... Is it something where the world has become you know, here's, here, so let me give you dark example. that they're looking for a... I... No. No. Nobody's growing up. When mm. I was 18 years old, maybe 17, I remember coming back home from school and uh, and I had a bowl of cereal and I'm sitting on my couch and I'm just watching TV and there's nothing on. It's like, you know, soap opera time of the day. Sure. There's nothing on. So, so I, you know, keep flipping around. And the best thing that was on, believe it or not, was Mr. Rogers. Okay. Now, my dad happened to come home early that day, and I'll never forget, uh, he came up the stairs, you know, we had those split levels houses, and he came up the stairs, and he came around, and he's like, hey, and he saw me eating cereal on the couch watching TV, which he was disgusted by already. Mm-hmm. He was like, do something with do your life. Do something with your life, mm-hmm. okay? So he came, and then, I'll never forget, he walked past the TV and then he turned around to see it because it, Mr. Rogers and had the little puppets with the king and the kingdom. He looked at it. And he looked at me. And he looked back at the TV. 
He watched it for about 40 seconds. Then he looked back at me and said, what the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) I think that should be said to every adult who's excited about the happy meal. You need a parent or a grandparent that is in your life that will just say to you, what the hell is wrong with you? Mm. Okay. I mean, I could see that. I could see that. There is a, uh, I feel like that was the approach back in the day, but like I, we were, I was talking about No, this that's the approach it should be today. Today. I'm, I'm very excited. What are you going to say? What? I'm very excited to celebrate uh, this, this, this quintessential childhood memory. Out of all the memories we have as a family, you pick the crappy what? two See, this cent is, this is the, toy. There's some anti-McDonald's thing going on with you and I don't like I it. I love McDonald's. I love no, McDonald's. No, you? What? (laughs) No, you are. No, I. No, I mean, but I do feel like there's this anti. You've been bashing them a lot lately. I don't like it. I don't like it. I get defensive. You know why? Because they reduce the size of the fillet of fish. Oh, okay. Now that makes sense. This all tracks now. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's like they're be they're becoming like Dunkin' Minis. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Where I got to eat two of them <laughs> to equal one. Right. And that. I'm pissed because, yes, I am fat, but I feel fatter if I have to order two of them. Then mm. you're just like, then you're just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, you order minis by the box. Mm. Okay. Okay. You don't say I need 36 donut holes. You say I want a box of minis, please. The world needs your knowledge and wisdom. On these topics. Thank you. They really does. They really do. Are you familiar with uh, the term dink? (laughs) You're familiar with the term dink? No, but I'm relating it to you right now. Okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, It it means uh, dual income, no kids. Uh Uh-huh. So uh, we had a video we were showing yesterday when we watched on News and Why It Matters as well. uh, Mm -hmm. um, These two people talking about what it means because they're dinks. Mm-hmm. And they're bragging about it. And one of the, the, the fat guy who's one of the, there's a very small woman and a very large man in the video. And I don't know how, oh, we have the video? Okay, yeah, here, let's, let's. Oh, yeah. We're dinks. We're going to get asked daily when we plan on having kids. We're dinks. Of course we're going to go out to eat every night after work. We're dinks. We don't have to ask our family for financial help or to watch our kid when we want to go out. Wow. We're dinks. We're going to go to Costco and buy all the snacks in bulk that we want. Okay, okay. We're stop. dinks. Okay. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Okay, let me tell you why. They're dinks, okay? Yeah. She's beautiful. He's a fat Gila monster. Mm-hmm. There's no way she's going to have sex with him. Right, so he, so, so there's no children in their future. That That's why they're dinks? That's why they're dinks. She's happy she's with like, his income. I am so... <laughs> do not leave all your clothes on. Like she's, she's Turn the lights oh, on, leave all the clothes brilliant. on. I had not thought about that. Yeah. He, she, she has brilliantly convinced mm-hmm. him there's some new ideology between yes. a dual yeah. income, no kids. When they first got married, he was probably, <laughs> you know, okay. You know, right. he was probably... And then he just let himself go. Right. And she's like, I can't have sex with with him what if we create a whole new thing oh actually i'm just morally we're obligated. Dinks. yeah we love being dinks it's right really way better let's, way to live let's I swear. go eat yeah <laughs> i love that but i i have a huge problem uh-huh with with these points largely mm-hmm. because the big fat guy doesn't understand that children largely i mean they're the, the biggest part of the role of children is to get you access to more snacks 
It's the best snack highway you're ever going to find. Do you know how many kinds of mac and cheese I've had over the past 10 years? It's incredible. The world needs your knowledge. Th- th- See? This thank guy you. is not only fat, thank he's you. stupid. Thank you. He's stupid, oh, thank too. You. Thank you. Thank you. All right. With all... <laughs> We're just bad people. Oh, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> with the holiday shopping season now in full swing, uh, the holiday scamming season is upon us as well. Cyber thieves are now working overtime to steal your information and your money. I think I have a shard of plastic in my, in my yeah, hand. Yeah, I mean, I think you really did some damage. No, I need chocolate to... Uh, be on the lookout for scams that involve gift cards. You touch another piece of that I chocolate. Thing. I'm going to try it. Wire transfers, cryptocurrency, all these things that you could be scammed on. Uh, make sure that you are are paying attention and you're not going to be able to catch everything. LifeLock is out there. They're watching your back. They're going to catch things that you may not catch. Nobody can stop everything. But LifeLock by Norton is the best out there. LifeLock. It detects and alerts you to things that you might not spot on your own. Things like loans taken out in your name, cyber criminals pretending to be you. It's easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK, save 25%. LifeLock.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com. All right. Um, by the way, can I ask you a question? Is uh, is Fetterman getting better? I I can't explain anything that's happening with John Fetterman. He's making good points. He's making good points. He's and, taking stands. Uh, yeah, that and are he's important. Right. I, I don't. I, I, I he's. It's been Have very we weird. gone brain dead, or is he getting better? You, you're, are you saying is he getting better physically? Or are you saying like yeah, because he's, he's actually speaking. It is a little bit better than it yeah. was. Uh, now, of course, I would still argue he should not be a senator, um, but he is a little bit better than he was. Like I, there was an interview in the View he did the other day, and he still stumbles yeah. and has problems, but he was better than he was six right. months ago. And I, That's I, good. Good for him, man. I mean, I mean as much did as you hear make, what he said about Menendez, yeah, yeah, he's I been mean, all over him. Did you see he did a George Santos cameo for Menendez? He actually like paid for George Santos to. Rec- to record a video to encourage Bob Menendez to, to push on. Oh my God! <laughs> it was a fun, He's a he's definitely a troll. Uh, you know, I there's, he looks like a troll. He does look, he like, does a troll. look like a troll. The Glenn Beck Program. Let me tell you about home title fraud. This is one of the fastest growing crimes in America, and most people have no idea that there's an invisible gap in their home's protection. You think, okay, well, I've got insurance. You know, if it burns down or if there's some, you know, hail damage or whatever, whatever natural disaster is in your area, I'm protected. Well. Not from house stealing, you're not. According to the FBI, they say this is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. And when con artists can pick a house and fool with the paperwork, it becomes a catastrophe for you financially. So what do you do? You can try to wait till it happens to you and then try to unwind it with all the authorities and banks and insurance companies and all that. That's one approach. It's a a dumb approach, unfortunately. Uh, Home Title Lock is the smart approach because they will protect you before it happens. 
Uh, check your home's title right now. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code back. you got to do that because I'm going to give you a complete scan of your home's title and your first 30 days of triple lock protection are free. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is back. HomeTitleLock.com. The code is back. America, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is a lot on our plate that we need to discuss, including uh, what we found out from the FBI yesterday and in another hearing, what we found out about Biden. It looks like Biden is going to go through impeachment um, in the House. We'll bring you up speed on that coming up in just a sec. First, let me talk to you a little bit about Goldline. I don't know if you saw the price of uh, gold. Gold is going through the roof. Somebody is buying, and I think it's China, but who else is buying all of this gold? And who's suppressing the price of gold? Right now, the price of gold, it was up uh, 150, it was like $2,150 per ounce uh, just yesterday. It's down, I think, to just over 2,000 today, but this is going to start swinging horribly and i just read a story where it looks like the fed might start quantitative easing again they start doing quantitative easing again the value of your dollar is going down again not good please look into gold line when you purchase 25 of the lincoln quarter ounce gold coins you're going to receive 100 lincoln copper rounds absolutely free each lincoln commemorative is a tangible testament to the principles and sacrifices that built this nation. You're not going to find these anywhere else. I designed these in honor of the 16th president, Abraham Lincoln. It has uh, Abraham Lincoln on the front. It is about the covenant that he made at Gettysburg on the back of the Bill of Rights. It's a beautiful, beautiful coin. You can get them in all different sizes and also in silver and gold. Oh my gosh, like that Burl Ives song. I didn't even think of that. Goldline at goldline.com right now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Well, hello, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Feeling a little bit better after your very smashed chocolate box? 
It wasn't worth smashing, smashing, smashing either. It was. It's. It's. It's too fancy. Too fancy. Too fancy. Yeah, I don't know. The coconut one was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Not to say that I did. I stole any of them from you. No. Well, you, you know, you didn't have them. I gladly trade you a box of chocolates for you opening that bottle of whiskey just yeah. to let me smell <laughs> Do it. Do you see what's happening, America? This 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 man who has been who has been sober for how long? I don't know. I don't count. You don't count. No. Hmm. This is a problem. Uh, he wants me to open up this bottle. Stop of counting this morning with that go, bottle go, sitting go. here all by myself <laughs> with that bottle sitting on studio. I really desk. need to. We need to. We need a safe in the studio for the bottle of Fox yeah. and Odin, please. I just would like it. I just. I love the smell of it. That's all. Oh, I. Of course. It's just a little bit tiny. Of course. It's like that. You know, your husband's cheated on you a few times, but he just loves the smell of women's perfume. That's why he's by the neck. (laughs) That's all. That's all that is. That's all it is. Joe Biden just loved the smell of This is actually worrying you, is it? This is seriously, you're a little bit bit nervous, aren't you? A little bit. Why? It's been a desperate time. And lots of stuff's going on in the world. Crazy stuff. You know, we're all at the end of our ropes. My. My son, I got a videotape uh, of or, a, a you know, a, an Instagram post from my wife last night mm-hmm. uh, of my son being called on by Tony Robbins and leading part of this this thing yesterday. My son is, you know, up by the stage and he's like, right now, I'll tell you right now, this is what has to happen. And he's like. I don't know what's happening to my son. Tony Robbins is like a magician. And it's happened in a very short period of time, yeah. too, right? I mean, I'm anxious to see how long this lasts. Mm. But uh, my wife and my... I'm getting things from my wife and my son. Like, I, I don't know who they are. They're going to come back and I'm going to feel like a slug. I'll be like, They're going to be like, you know what? You don't work, you don't work very hard. You need to, you need to, what are you doing with your life? Do something with your life. And I'm like, I've already done something with my life. Yeah. I'm ready to skate. That's kind you of, know? yeah, that's the plan of most adult men. You get to a certain point and you just get to kind of skate towards the end of right. life, right? Right, right. I mean, you've done enough. You're skating towards the cliff or to the thin ice. Oh, you of know, course, yeah. it ends in your death, but you're skating. Right. You know, mm-hmm. you worked hard lacing up those shoes. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You worked, you've done your work. It's not time for you to change your life. That's, That's the right. only thing you get. The, you get those people who are like super high achievers and they get around you and it's like, yeah, sure. What you're saying is true, but go away. So my wife is not a big spender. Okay. You know I, that. That's, her. I would say very true. Very true. She's she has very, no, you're, very you're the spender in the family. Yes. <laughs> I can spend money like nobody, but she does not. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is cheap on, uh, not cheap, she is frugal on everything. Mm, much better choice of words. She wrote to me last night, whatever Tony Robbins charges for uh, being a mentor for careers, it's worth it. And I'm like, no, don't think it is. I mean, <laughs> don't think it is. Uh, Tony's a high value individual. He's a high value individual. <laughs> that would be probably yeah. in the seven figures. No, honey, mm. don't think so. I don't know what's happened to her. I don't know what's happened to her. That's interesting because you kind of looked at this as something that might help your son. You yeah. Know, uh, but, and but- my and my wife. She's she she never really kind of recovered from her brother's suicide. Yeah. They were very very close, and she never really. She's she's just not the same. 
and my and honestly my career i have felt really really she's affected by your career negatively too (laughs) don't even start don't even start (laughs) don't even start no you know she's because it's hard it's harder on her and the family than i think it is on me um because you know she's just she's lost a lot of faith in people you know we don't she doesn't sure. she never lets people over to the house she never she just doesn't do that um she doesn't trust people anymore it's really it's it's been horrible i've i've hated watching her change in that way um hmm. because she's just been so protective of me and the family and everything else and so her going out i i i, I have no idea what's coming back home i have no idea this is fascinating yeah and you're going to be going into the holidays. You're going to be around them a lot. You're going to really yeah. feel the impact. My of this. son was like, after like four days with Tony Robbins, I don't know, about a month ago, we were up at the ranch and I just want to look, I've been working. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been working. I don't want to do anything. Right. And my son's like, dad, where's the saw? Can you help me move some lumber? And I'm like, what? No, no. No, I'm not going to help you move lumber. And he's like, I want to get this done. Let's God get this done. God puts the trees in the place that they are for a reason. <laughs> no, all lumber? cut and stacked. Yes, they're right there. They're right there. God put them there. Yep. I am not the man to move them. No. And I'm like, I don't know. What? What? And I'm going to have to have a talk with Tony Robbins. If my son comes back and my wife comes back and they demand me to they they're starting putting unreasonable demands like, "Dad, you should move once in a while." Mm. I'm pissed. Yeah, is it possible to kind of pay Tony Robbins more to make your kids and family members less productive? Like, can you be like, "Hey, no, I want them to be more productive. I just don't want them to demand that right. I." Become, I've already had my productive period. It's your, t- it's your turn. Right. You know that's why I have kids. You have kids, so you know once you've once you've raised these things, it's like raising oh. it's like raising animals. You've worked and between you, three and four hours a day a for day. 30, 40 years, right. fifty years, fifty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's too much for a human being. <laughs> it to is do. too much, and I got to tell you, the reason why you have kids is so they do stuff. And then you live off them towards the end of your life. Uh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I thought it was more access to macaroni and cheese, but well, it's that too. Early on, it's that. It's early on. It the reward into... of the only thing that gets you through it is all the candy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're raising them and they're like, you know, poopy diapers and stuff, you're like, hey, maybe the kid will want some candy. I'm gonna just buy some, keep it in the cupboard just what? in case, and then it just somehow or another it just disappears. Huh. Wow, that's mm-hmm. terrible news. Yeah, yeah. So what, do you think this is going to turn out? Are you happy about this development? Oh, I'm, real, I'm okay. thrilled, but I am a little nervous right? because I have no idea what's walking through the door. It could affect you in some way, and that's not right. what you signed I, up for. Why, no, I signed up to affect them. Yeah. Now, you did, know what I mean? Now, you went to this as well with Tony Robbins, and it seemed this to have is an impact on you, too. This is different. My okay. wife is like... My wife, when we went the first time, she was like, oh, Tony Robbins, what does he do? And, you know, I've he's seen the guy him from and he's uh, like, Shallow Howl, right? Yeah. yeah. His banana hands. Yeah. And he makes you jump and <laughs> yeah. yell and stuff. And she's like, I don't know. I'll go. I'll go and I'll see what it's like. 
she was last night. She's become like a Tony. She's like an Amway salesman for mm. Tony Robbins. She's, really? Yeah. She was like, you know what? Next month he has a thing on business. You should go. And I'm like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go next month. Mm-hmm. I mean, because now you're pushing it on me. Now it's now it's Amway. Right. Now right. it's Amway. Now mm-hmm. it's like I might need that glass cleaner, but I'm not buying it. Right. You exactly. don't want to hear anymore. It's about just it. principle. Right. No, I will not improve my life. <laughs> I will not no, do it. I'm taking a stand. Yes. My life will suck. Here's some dramatic action right. for you, yeah. Tony Robbins. <laughs> I'm not face. doing it. <laughs> not doing it. That's that's a that's a brave stand to take. <laughs> Right? It is. It shows you have real moral character. I'm telling you, I don't know. I mean, I, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. Cause it really I, is. I, I mean, I, I don't, I know of Tony Robbins, obviously, he's a pretty famous guy. I, but yeah, I thought yeah, of him yeah, as yeah. A, a, a more of a business, like that's where, where his, is it is it all more like personal improvement now or is it just a no, different no, no. variety? It's, it's a, I mean, it's, you know, change your thinking, change your life. Okay. You know, so, and it, it affects everything, and so it affects including everything. your business. Yeah. And he's, this one, I think he does once a year and you go and it's like six days and it's like, it's deep stuff. It gets, I, the reason why I wanted my wife to go is because of the issues with her brother and he kind of goes into all of that mm. stuff. You know, whatever it is you're dealing with, you know, you you deal with it and get it out of your system so you can be, you know, running on clean fuel every day. Hmm. So you'd say you'd recommend this highly unless you're talking about someone in your family who might be annoying about it. Then don't don't let them improve their lives because it will ruin yours. Yeah, as long as their (laughs) improvement doesn't force you to improve your life okay that's you know Mm -hmm. i'm very much into improving improving my life but when they start talking about hey you know there's real benefits to cold showers no there's not i love hot showers i love hot showers there's nothing better and my wife is already like you know there is huge benefits to your body for taking cold showers in the morning and just cold shower and just do it why why what do you mean you you can't control your i mean are you in charge of your body or is your body in charge of you i don't know i don't think about it that much Mm -hmm. i just want to get up have a warm shower put my clothes on and go right yeah yeah i have a friend who does that every morning he gets up and they have one of those like cold plunge pools yeah the plunge pool where it's like and he does it every day and i and and you know he's a very successful guy and 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 says you know he swears by this and to me it I, I didn't even want to put my finger in it to, to see what it felt like. like <laughs> I that's, know. That's it's how like, no, unappealing I, it felt to me. No, I don't, I don't want to be wanna, cold. No, I don't want to do that. And Tony and Tony sells it. You know, he's like, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to do it. And you're like, really? Really? And he's like, yeah, there's not a day. I've done it for years. There's not a day I don't get up and not want to do it. But I do it. And I'm like, you just talked me out of it. Right. There's and not you, it never one gets easier. day in your 60 years of life. That you didn't think, no, I'm going to enjoy this. No, I'm not going to do that. No. I mean, didn't we come, we were just talking to Alex Epstein about fossil fuels and, and how they've improved civilization. Like, isn't the point of civilization so you don't have to be cold? Yes. Right? Like, if you don't want yes. to be cold, you don't have to be cold. Yes. The whole point of this 
I it's mean, to make life better. I don't. I'll take a cold shower if I can take an electric blanket in with me. But I don't. I don't think that's you a know good what? idea. You should try. Yeah, it. I should you try should it. try that yeah, one. You I, first. <laughs> Here's our sponsor this half hour. It's Mantis X. In a world. <laughs> uh, open up the bottle of whiskey. Anyway, um, if you are uh, if you're somebody who is a shooter, you know how expensive ammunition is. And I don't know about you. Ammunition has gone down. Uh, in price, at least here in Texas. Um, but uh, when I when I look at it, I just don't want to waste it now because God only knows what is going to happen uh, to ammunition and everything else. And you got to stay a good shot. You need to practice. Well, one way you can do it is with Mantis X. Now you can dry fire or you can live fire on it. You just attach this this little thing right to the barrel of your gun. And you connect it with an app to your smartphone or your tablet. And then whether you're dry firing or firing actual rounds, it'll give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of the people who try Mantis X improve within the first 20 minutes. I know I did. I mean, because you're seeing it in real time. And it'll show you in real time what you're doing wrong and how to correct it. It's amazing. Start improving today. Get yours now at MantisX.com. Makes a great Christmas gift. MantisX.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. So the Treasury Department launches a new strike force to crack down on illicit funds behind fentanyl trafficking. Stu... This is a story in Blaze Media today. Just tell me, just from the headline, what you think this story is really all about. Give me the headline one more time. Okay. Treasury Department launches new strike force to crack down on illicit funds behind fentanyl trafficking. Okay. Well, I mean, it seems like, a, you know, you got the stuff coming over the border, maybe in from China. They're, they got a crack team making sure that they can stop You this. really think that's what that's about? Well, no, it's probably something terrible, but I'm just saying that from the headline, yeah. it would say, okay. But what, I'm going to read it. Tell me, stop <laughs> mm-hmm. when you realize what this really is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Biden administration, Treasury Department announced Monday the launch of a new strike force dedicated to cracking down on illicit funds behind fentanyl trafficking. Mm. Agency recently formed the Counter Fentanyl Strike Force to marshal the Treasury's resources and expertise in a coordinated and streamlined operation to combat the trafficking of illicit fentanyl. Any idea yet? Hmm. You will. It noted that the strike force will be led by the Office of Terrorism and Mm. Financial Intelligence and IRS Criminal Investigation. Okay, all right. Okay, Mm -hmm. you're you're starting to get it, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. Uh, In Monday's statement, Secretary of the Treasury Janice Yellen reaffirmed the Biden administration's commitment to stemming the flow of deadly fentanyl into communities across the United States. She noted the new strike force will allow us to bring the department's unrivaled expertise in fighting financial crime Hmm. treasury will use every bit of every tool at its disposal to disrupt the ability of drug traffickers to peddle this poison in our country Um, the strike force aims to crack down 
on money laundering networks. Do you know what this is about yet? I mean, it seems like a money grab by the federal government. Here comes the key. Financial. E- sorry, go e- ahead. Go ahead. Financial monitoring of okay. every citizen. Okay. Financial strike force mm-hmm. aims to crack down on money laundering networks, particularly those using Bitcoin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> this is, you want to stop fentanyl? You, you close down the border. And you know what? It really would help, uh, Glenn. Because obviously the way to stop fentanyl is to stop Bitcoin. Yes, it is. But isn't it, it? the only way to really stop, it's not just stopping Bitcoin. You need a central bank digital currency that you can turn off for purchases of these bad things. Exactly that right. Way you could stop people from doing all these naughty things. Everything would go through the financial crimes division of the IRS and the Treasury. So It's, it's like a department of pre-crime something like i don't know exactly yeah, the, something like that. something like something that, like that. That'd be we'd have very to come good. up with newspeak to be able to come yeah. up with the, with the right term i like that though right. that will solve all of our problems you'll solve. stop the problems before they start yes yes i like that i like that did you see this um this story uh from los angeles where they had this potential serial killer and how they caught him no so he was apparently executing. I'm always. People. I hate these stories because I'm always like, "Good serial killer caught." Oh yeah. Way they did it really bad. It's you know, and it's happening. This is all over the country. But basically, this guy had a car. He went in. They they found. They saw him uh, around one of these neighborhoods. He went in and killed someone, like some poor dad in his garage on his mm-hmm. way home to to see his kids, um, along with a bunch of homeless people. Anyway, they got his license plate, and they just, every time anyone pulls into Beverly Hills, they scan all your license, uh, every single license plate. So, they, he just drove through Beverly Hills, and they're like, oh, there he is, and just went and got him. Because <laughs> every single person who enters the city has their license plate scanned to see if they're of any problem at all. And wow. the people of Beverly Hills are like, we're really rich, and we, we don't want people here. <laughs> That we don't like, so we love this idea. Sometimes, just because they're driving a Prius, yeah. <laughs> we say, Get out. Four get cylinders, out. get out of town. <laughs> program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Uh, if you've been turned down for mortgage refi because you don't have perfect credit, you may have called the wrong lender. Because believe it or not, it is possible to refinance your home with a score as low as 500. All you need to do is call American Financing, where the process starts with a free mortgage review and a salary-based mortgage consultant. Learn how much you can save by paying off your high-interest debt, even if you've been turned down before. There's no pressure, no obligation, no upfront or hidden fees. It's a simple conversation around ways to save you money. We're talking an average. I was told last week the average listener is saving $826 a month. That's a lot of money. American Financing understands things are difficult for the average American right now. Bidenomics not exactly working. If you start today, you may be able to delay two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. You don't have anything to lose. You'll have breathing room for Christmas. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn plus save 30 bucks. Well, 
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Thanks, man. Uh, I was uh, was at Colony Ridge uh, over the last few days, been doing some investigation on a uh, documentary that we're doing, and uh, had to come home for the debate tonight, but... Uh, uh, Jason Buttrill is uh, is down. He's our head researcher and uh, and head writer uh, for the Glenn Beck program, and kind of handed some of the stuff off yesterday. He he's he's got another interview tonight uh, and a ride along uh, mm. in Colony Ridge. It is this massive, massive project where nobody speaks English uh, really. Um, and none of the cops do either. I think they have they have 50 sheriff's deputies for this enormous county. Um, and there's eight people for, I believe it's 79,000 people now. The, the developers will say there's only 35,000 people there. Um, not true. According to the school district that has a way to figure out how many people are you know coming in, you have to live in that area to be able to go to the schools. They say there's 79, 75 or 79,000 people, eight cops, eight. And that's on four shifts. Okay. Uh, and uh, very few speak any Spanish at all. Any Spanish? Yeah. Mm. They don't speak Spanish. And uh, the residents generally don't speak English. So <laughs> that's a good combo. It's a really good combo. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's crazy what's going on. I talked to the sheriff yesterday and. Um, this is the hardest story to figure out because I hear opposite stories from everybody we talk to. And the sheriff was the first one that said, boom, here's the book. Here's what's really going on. Hmm. So we're going to follow up uh, this week with Jason. That'll be interesting. And Jason Buttrell doing uh, the coverage. I've never seen a documentary where the host uh, is wearing a tank top. So that'll be that'll be fascinating yeah, to watch for multiple reasons. Yeah. And that's coming out in January only on Blaze TV. It is so important that you uh, subscribe to Blaze TV. I, I really believe the next 12 months um, are going to decide really the fate of our nation and uh, and possibly the voices that you hear. Uh, and I don't know if you saw. Did you see the latest from do we have the pictures from um YouTube now. I told you yesterday that Instagram, uh, they banned a story that we had where we just talked about Hamas and what happened. It was right after October 7th. Um, we didn't show any graphic stuff. We showed the stuff that everybody else has seen and everybody else has shown. And I was talking about Hamas and what happened. Instagram, uh, banned me banned that story and then banned me from doing anything live which i don't do for the next 30 days i'm sure my numbers are being suppressed now uh and it's because i was talking about a dangerous group uh, well yeah it's hamas and i was reporting the news what you're banning this yes is the answer now if you look at youtube when I'm talking about Hamas, and this isn't happening on anybody else's uh, page, when I'm talking about Hamas, first of all, the the thumbnail is blurred out, so you can't see anything about Hamas. Then, if you click on it, it says, verify your age. So now they make you verify your age, 
and sign in, how many people are actually going to see my coverage of what happened in Israel and Hamas and my coverage on Hamas? This is just another way to suppress the truth. And they are coming hard for this program. Uh, The last few months are unlike, and you know, if you've been a long-term listener, we have gone through the ringer. Uh, They have not come this hard for this program ever before. Not like this. Uh, And uh, please subscribe to The Blaze. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn Plus, and you're going to save 30 bucks on your uh, Blaze TV Plus subscription. Um, All right. There's a couple of other things that I want to go through today. There is... um, Well, this one's just kind of satisfying Um, at the uh, Met Opera last week, which is so relatable. Everybody goes to the opera and, um, you know, it's like what's playing at the opera right now? Uh, Is it Ghost Protocol? No, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, at the at the Met, these climate protesters came in. Now, Mm. this is so satisfying to me because the Met It's full of all those rich, snotty leftists, most likely. And uh, and they're the ones who are funding all these climate idiots. So a climate idiot gets into the Met and starts to disrupt. Oh, no. The opera. Here it is. Never liked an opera audience more than this. I know. I. I mean, wait till you see the guy in the tuxedo come. Just shut up and get out. <laughs> it's. Listen to, I mean, I mean, they hit this. So somebody, somebody in the crowd hit this old lady. I mean, they say, they're like, you know. I mean, this is, this is worse than anything the media ever showed about a Trump rally. Yeah, it's really, they're really pissed. They're really pissed. Are they aware the thing they're there for sucks? <laughs> I don't think so. I think they're still under the illusion that this is nice. This oh, is wow. Good. That's, that's like, the big problem. I'm really enjoying this. No, they're not. Like, you no, had to believe not. half the men in that audience were like, thank, thank God. you. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> we should go. <laughs> we should we really should go. go. Something it's, bad might happen. This we should is get out of here. very dangerous. Plus, what are we doing for the climate? I'm very concerned <laughs> what we're doing. We should not go to those operas anymore. No. Mm-hmm. It, it is fascinating, of course, the people that fund all of these I mean, extinction rebellion is the group that did this and they're yeah. you know one of the most extreme organizations on the planet we, we have a recurring segment on stu does america called idiots um gluing themselves to things yeah, yeah. and uh, that's usually extinction rebellion they go and they're, they're the people that glue themselves to the floor of like a factory and you're just like oh, why don't i would we, why, never just to leave them there i would I, never take they help them out i just no, oh, just leave them there bye we just take the you know we just work around them let's we'll work around them and if, and draw, all day. Sir, draw a yellow circle around mm-hmm. for safety mm-hmm. 
so you don't run into them or, yeah. you know, and you just leave them just there. Just do that once and it's never going to happen again. No, no one's ever going to glue themselves nope. to things again. Nope. But it'd be almost like a, a, a sequel to the, the movie Saw where eventually they get, you just leave a saw with them in the circle and just wait until they saw their hands off to get out. I mean, it would probably take a, a week or two. Yeah. Well, do Maybe. they have access to water? I, you know, I, I, it's, that's I'd debatable. Say they go, I say they go, especially if they do it in an opera house and the operas are going on. Oh, I think, yeah. You They'll just, be dead in a day. Yeah. The operas, I think you just... You you keep go, you keep going with them, and you'd be like, okay, here's your saw. You can saw your hand off anytime you want to leave, and then they may just commit suicide with the saw to get out right. of the opera, right. which is yeah. a fascinating development. So um, here's Senator Kennedy yesterday talking to uh, our um, our FBI director uh, Christopher Ray about the Hunter Biden laptop, which we now know they knew everything about. They had all the information. Sure. And they stepped, they kept silent. Listen to what Christopher Ray says. Why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the, 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 the laptop's real? Why didn't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it, but it's real. This isn't a, 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 a fiction. Well, I, I, as you might imagine, the FBI cannot, especially in a time like that, be talking about an ongoing investigation. Second, I would tell you that at least my understanding is that both the FBI folks involved in the conversations and the Twitter folks involved in the conversations both say that the FBI did not direct Twitter to uh, suppress. But others were story. in government. Well, I can't, again, I can't speak to others in government. Now, that's part of the point that I was trying to make because the Fifth yes, Circuit's sir, but opinion. But you're the FBI. You're not part of the White House and part of Homeland Security. You're not supposed to be political. You see all this controversy going on. Why didn't the FBI say, time out, folks. We're not getting in the middle of this, but the laptop's real. Well, he said, because you can't get involved in the middle of an election. Hmm. So we couldn't, we couldn't deny we couldn't deny the falsehoods. It's in the middle of an election. Wouldn't that be the one thing that you would want them to do? Is just say, look, I, we're not saying anything about the content of it, but we are. We, th this is not Russian propaganda. This is not Russian propaganda. This the laptop is real, but at, what's on it we can't vouch for. At the very least, they certainly should have informed the other branches of government that this was going on exactly because right. those branches of government were going to all these social media accounts and saying the exact opposite. They were saying it is Russian propaganda. They were releasing letters saying this is Russian propaganda when in reality they, they probably knew. I mean, my guess is the FBI did go and did inform them that this was real and they did it anyway to get it pulled down. That's the real crime. You know, again, I, I, I'm, I'm with you. On, you know, Christopher Ray. I have no, no soft spot for him in my, in no, my heart. Donald Trump says he's the, the, the jury's still out on him. Is it really? I mean, obviously Trump, you know, appointed him. So right. Is that what he's, he's? Yeah, he's like, I'm he's not sure that yet. now. Yeah, I'm not sure. I am. Wow, that's surprising. Yeah, I thought he. I mean, because some of this stuff has burned Trump. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not like Christopher Ray has been helpful to Donald Trump. No. I'm surprised he's... And I don't want him just to go in. What do you think about his statement? So Donald Trump. His statement, I'm not going to be a dictator. I mean, on the first day, I will be. But only that day. 
I would prefer zero days of right. him being a I dictator. I mean, that's why I say it's so Donald Trump. Yeah, he, yeah he, it was tongue-in-cheek, right? Yeah, that's the way he does things. Right. He's basically saying, yeah, I'm going to be a dictator for this first day. I'm going to repeal all of those executive orders. They're all going away. Yeah, and of course, that's not... It's the that's the opposite of a dictator, yes. right? You're taking someone who has been acting like a dictator and repealing what he's doing. That's not being a dictator, right? Again, like it's funny. Trump is the opposite of everybody else when it comes to this stuff, and maybe this is part of his his magical power. But like most people want to say something in the way that will explain it the best, <laughs> and um, also that will cause the least problems for you. Like you would you would want to form a sentence in a way that would disarm criticism. He does the opposite. He's saying like when he's saying this dictator thing, and I read the transcript of it, I didn't see the clip, but I I read the transcript of it. And he's clearly just saying that he will go in and use the executive powers that he has as president Mm -hmm. and unwind bad policies that were put in by another executive that's not a dictator. That is not a way to describe what a dictator does. But he actually says it in a way that makes it sound worse than it is. He's intentionally <laughs> yeah, making know. it sound I bad. Know. I know. And I think it- he loves that. I think he loves it. Too. I think he loves that. But it, and it does seem to work for him at least with Republican primary yeah. voters. Like yeah. I, I mean, I don't know that it works for everybody. You know, it worked in 2016. He got over the finish line there. 2020 didn't. But with 2024, it's question mark. It's going to be mark, an interesting I, year. 2024 is going to be I it. can't wait to see <laughs> how this turns out. <laughs> I, I can't wait to watch this yeah, all play out, Yeah, Glenn. yeah, yeah. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. It's Relief Factor. If you're a person who's living in a lot of pain in life, wouldn't you love to be free of it? Of course. Most of the time, the pain we experience is caused by inflammation in the body. And if you've tried a bunch of different things to fight it, maybe even everything you could think of to try, you're probably pretty frustrated. Try something new, something that maybe you don't think will work because that's where I was. Something that's helped a ton of people over the years, including me now. Relief Factor. It's not a drug. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight that pain by fighting inflammation. 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or lim- eliminate pain, and over a million people have tried it. Their quick start kit, 70% go on to order more. It's 1995. Comes with Relief Factors, feel better or your money back guarantee. So give it a try. Relieffactor.com. 1-800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. There's no better gift for yourself or a loved one than feeling good again relieffactor.com Glenn Beck All right, welcome to the uh, program. Let me uh Let me play something else. We had uh Christopher Ray uh testifying uh, in front of uh, the Senate yesterday, and and we found out more information that they are talking to priests, monitoring Catholic churches, following Catholics. The FBI is targeting Catholics. Senator Hawley didn't like that. Listen. So the 60 million American Catholics who we now who now learn that your FBI has recommended that priests be recruiters, informants, your FBI has gone to 
priests, choir directors, but we're to feel better because you've admonished them for their wrongdoing. You, again, are conflating two different well, things. I'm not. When I am we taking are... your testimony where you said you do not. You said categorically, categorically, you said we do not. We do not go to priests and ask them about their parishioners. You said we do not. You didn't say we haven't. You didn't say we won't. You said we don't. As it turns out, you do. And you kept it from the public. You deliberately misled Congress about it. And the only reason we know about it is because a whistleblower came forward. I just That's fundamentally disagree with your characterization. Well, there's no characterization. The facts are the facts. And I fundamentally resent the fact that you have violated, if not the spirit, if not the letter, certainly the spirit of the First Amendment. I will tell you that these guys, if if the Republicans win uh, the presidency, because that's what it's going to take, these guys are going to go to jail for perjury. Because uh, I will tell you, Rand Paul is mad as hell. Holly is mad as hell. A lot of them are, and they can't do anything. They can't. They can't say you perjured yourself in front of Congress because they only ref. They only turn it over to the Justice Department. And with the Justice Department being so corrupt, they're never going to prosecute any of these guys. They all have to be prosecuted. You lie to Congress, it should be over. Back program.